It's another beautiful afternoon in sunny Florida with a crisp 76 degrees with white puffy clouds. I don't know what it is by you, David, in Montreal, but I probably could guess that it's not 76 degrees and it's definitely uh, a little colder. Just you know, a bit. a bit. You know, David and I have been talking about a lot of different political and non-political issues over the last two years. And uh, this one's a little bit different because we're not talking about Democrats or Republicans. We're talking about the rights and freedoms of others in other countries, specifically where the Palestinians live and, and how their awakening has come that things aren't as rosy and cheery as you might think. David? Well, let, let's, let's get serious here. You know, the world has painted the Palestinians as this woebegone group of people who are, let's be realistic, they are victims. There is no doubt. They're victims of a political game. They're victims of terrorism. They're victims of the UN. They're victims and they're victims and they're victims. But the blame has always lied on Israel. Everything has been Israel's fault, okay? Since 1967, everything to do with the Palestinians is Israel's fault. History be damned. Stuart, history be damned. Now, the thing is that, you know, if someone would speak on behalf of the Palestinians, they would be vilified. Now, there is an Israeli Arab named Yusuf Haddad who, want, who runs around the world to talk about Israeli Arabs in Israel and what have you. And kudos to him. And I've talked about him before. And he is vilified everywhere he goes. How can an Israeli Arab dare to talk the way he does? That Israel is not to blame, that Arabs have rights, Israel's not an apartheid state, and so on and so on and so forth. And you could have, if you're in Australia, you would have seen him this week. But it's interesting to see how the media has decided to paint Israel as the, again, the colonialist, the the ones who are the they're the ones who are the terrorists, not the Palestinians. In fact, they refer to Hamas as militants. But anywhere around the world, anybody who's a doing what Hamas is doing, they're terrorists, just not in, the not in the territories. You know, I don't know how long it's going to take for the Hamas regime or Iran to put a fata out on Haddad, because anyone that speaks ill of their fiefdom typically ends up with a dollar sign on their back but let's but let's 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 the point of this rant today has little to do with Yosef Haddad and more to do with kudos to Fox okay now a lot of a lot of people will sit here today and say Fox News curses on Fox News right curses to them they're terrible people they're right-wing conservative media they're terrible they're terrible they're terrible but they went finally into the to the into Gaza and spoke to everyday Palestinians who told the truth, who finally revealed the truth that Hamas is threatening them, that Hamas has ruined their lives, that Hamas is the aggressor in this battle. And all these Palestinians want to do is lead a normal life. And they're not allowed to say anything. Because you said it's funny. You said at the beginning of this rant, I could talk about any topic. No one's going to come after me. But if you say anything against Hamas, they make an example out of you. Listen, Boko Haram, right? Boko Haram is the same way. You speak out against Boko Haram, they kill you. They kidnap you. They're, ter they're uh -huh. terrorists 
in their own communities. Stuart, and if you hear speak now, it sounds very much like the Soviet Union. But Stuart, Russia. tell me, no, but tell me, you know, when you talk about Boko Haram and all that stuff, and you forget about the Soviet Union, but Boko Haram, is it is it like they, everybody says they're terrorists? Hamas is a militant group. Like you've already dignified them with a different tier. They're not terrorists. They're militants. Doesn't matter that they launched thousands of rockets in Israel. Doesn't matter that they've encouraged, you know, state-sponsored terrorism. It doesn't matter. What they use, according to Palestinians, everyday Palestinians, they use violent crackdowns, arbitrary arrests, trumpeted no tr police charges, imprisonment, even live ammunition to deter innocent women, children, and with disabilities from demanding basic rights, such as electricity. I mean, water. So it's it's a fascinating thing to see the the the, the arguments and the and the and the vilification. Where you know, it, when when people teach hate, and they're smart enough to understand what's going on. Hey. You may teach me, hey, but basic life's essentials aren't there. You know, David, I'm going to go flashback and just give something a little different. Uh, my wife and I were talking about uh, Halloween. We were driving and we saw a woman dressed in a full hijab with their son wearing what looked to be a suicide bomber's vest with a green bandana tied around their head. Walking down, if you're familiar with Florida, Hallandale Beach Boulevard. Now, it's my opinion that when you teach hate, right, this is what the outcome is. When you teach love, there's a completely different outcome. And the divisiveness between both, it's very clear. Now that when you understand that the hatred teaching and the basic rights to live are being withheld from you, like water, drinking, freedom of speech, right? Again. Where are all the CNN reporters? No, no, but Stuart, Stuart, you know, you, but again, this is the point. This is, but this is the point, Stuart, but this is the point. The point of all this is not about, you know, Fox News went ahead and did something that other media just refused to do. Because when the last time that there was an incident in Gaza, the media was threatened. They weren't allowed to report. Now, you would sit here and tell me, David, you're exaggerating. It's phantasmal. It's bullshit. Go speak to the reporters who are there. Go speak to the media houses that are there. Yeah, there are those who hate Israel. And by the way, CNN has had no qualms about, you know, hating Israel. And it's been very obvious. But you want to know what? Fox News has taken tremendous shots in Israel. Every media has taken shots at Israel. Because, again, researching the truth is not in their periphery. It's all about whatever they think is the truth, whatever agenda they need to push. So to have this documentary, and by the way, Hamas is so upset about this that they went in and hacked the issue, the, the episode and changed, believe it or not, changed the, the interviews to say that they support, they don't condemn. I mean, I'll tell you how crackpot Hamas is. For those of you who ever watched the show Fauda, right? It's a... Netflix show. Great show. For, for, right? for Netflix and those shareholders of Netflix, they but, pick the Grand Slam home run. But the point about Fauda is, is that this is everyday life in the territories. 
And there's no good, there's no bad, there's no Israel is good and, and Palestinians are bad and vice versa. It's a very, very difficult show to watch. And I know many people like it as entertainment. I personally don't, but it is what it is. Hamas, when it first came out, said to people, don't watch this. This is pure Israeli propaganda. <laughs> but then underneath they wrote, here's the link to the show. But it just shows you how they just cannot handle any form of criticism. For those who have never seen the private planes and the beautiful luxury homes that the Hamas leaders have, okay, it's fascinating. There are beautiful shopping centers that they get to shop in. But you see, the everyday person in in Gaza is threatened. Now, congratulations to the United Nations for continuing by having the UN relief workers, this UNRWA, which is about the you know keeping the Palestinians as refugees. I mean, think about it. When the Syrian civil war occurred and half a million people were displaced, they were refugees and were resettled immediately globally. The Palestinians have been sitting as refugees since 1949. Now you tell me, in what world does it make sense that, that you do that? This is what I'm talking about, the pawns. And the Palestinians are fed up. And where is the media that requires the intestinal fortitude to go out and to, to actually deliver the truth to people that Israel... Yeah, Israel has a, has a piece part to be blamed. I'm not saying that they're not accountable for stuff. But when Hamas fires a rocket in and it accidentally falls into the electrical grid that powers up Gaza and then blames Israel for it, and the world goes, Israel cut off power to Gaza? Who's complicit here? David, the media complicit? I don't know. Are, are you sure you're, you're speaking, you know, uh, correctly that the American or North American media or international Western media is complicit Sorry, on fabricating? Now that Al Jazeera is being broadcast around the world, people are watching Al Jazeera as a legitimate media source and Al Jazeera takes shots at Israel every single time and it must be true. The BBC has for some reason this ridiculous anti-Israel stance that no matter what Israel does, and believe me, they've interviewed plenty of people from Israeli politics. And at no time did they say, you know, you know, what do we need for peace? The blame is Israel is blamed for no peace. Well, sorry, folks. If you when you start reading these articles and you watch these documentaries, you discover that, you know what? Yeah, there is not going to be a chance for peace simply because the media is not going to allow it. The politicians are not going to allow it at all. Don't you find the irony that Britain, one of the largest imperial countries in the history of the world, of the modern world, that conquered, killed, and, and, and pillaged mm -hmm. country after country, including Canada, including United States, you know, I got to tell you, they're pretty darn complicit in this. And, you well, know, they're one of the key reasons why... And, you know, they're one of the key reasons why the divisiveness with all the kingdoms in the Middle East are at war today. They Absolutely. created the kings. Absolutely. They did divide and conquer, if you want to look at history. But take a look at what the media has. Look at the, take a look. Let's take a look at the media for just a second, all right? Last week, a Palestinian rammed through a bus stop, killed two people. The world called it an accident. It was terrorism. 
Sorry, in any way, shape or form, that's terrorism. If it would have happened anywhere else, and we've seen it, right? We've seen it recently in the United States. We don't call it an accident. We call it terrorism, except in the Middle East. South Sudan, we talked about this last week, has, thanks to the Abraham Accords, has relations with Israel. Well, Sudan announced, South Sudan announced that by the end of this year, they want to formalize peace with Israel. How many media outlets reported that? Almost nobody. And the reason this is known is that there are outlets, some outlets that have actually broadcasted this. But if you talk about the Foxes and the CNNs and the BBCs and the, all the rest of them, of course not. Because why would we give Israel any benefit of the doubt? The perpetuating myth of Israel being an apartheid state, not one politician stands up and disproves it. But the only thing that they're going to focus on today is that Benjamin Netanyahu wants to change the judicial system in Israel. And so that will get all the coverage from the Wall Street Journal to, you know, the, the BBC, because that is Netanyahu in a Trump-like way, and this is what they're calling it, wants to screw up democracy. There's no research. There's no homework into what's going on. It's very surface level. Let's not look into it. Let's just blame. And this is why the Palestinians are empowered for Decades, decades, thanks to the West, thanks to the complicity of the media, thanks to no one holding them accountable, including the United Nations, who is the most egregious body out there. They are letting this BS go. And when pure everyday Palestinians are begging for normalization of relationships between themselves and the Israelis, it is the world that's in the way. It's the obstacle. It's not Israel. David, on this note, we're wrapping up our quarter hour of our second going into our third year of ranting. Uh, we're hoping that we're going to have some more positive program changes and be a little more refined in our third year of broadcasting, which uh, may mean uh, some slight changes. But David and I are going to get together and talk about that in the coming days and weeks and, and hopefully come up with... Uh, Yet another year of entertaining, interesting, informative stories for you to catch up on. And folks, just really, really critical for us to get that word out there. There are media houses out there that do not want us to have that our messages delivered to other people. Uh, there's tremendous people on the cancel culture side, other platforms that just don't like to hear an opposing view. Please continue to share and like what we do. On that note, ladies and gentlemen... We want to wish you a good day and an even better week. And for those of us who are in Florida, don't struggle with 76 degrees, okay? Take care, everyone. Take Say goodbye, care. Stuart. Goodbye, Stuart.